Too Many Comics, episode 216. Brooks, we are live, um, remote, you remote working. I'm actually not been given that authority to do so, but luckily we record the show remotely, so we don't need to touch each other. Oh. <laughs> no clinks of our glasses, no but, high fives. Yeah. No, no handshakes, nothing. Keep the germs away. Uh, so we, we, we're dancing around that it's the coronavirus, the end of days, the apocalypse mm, yes. is happening. A slow-moving annoying apocalypse mm-hmm. but I, I will tell you that it, it is extremely weird being in new york as this unfolds and that we're among the more like uh highly visible places that are going through it and it's weird too because and i don't want to belabor the point but like it's local news for me to see like things happening but i also know that what i'm seeing is probably being seen by the whole world mm-hmm. you know various closures and announcements and, and 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 the latest cases and whatnot but it's weird dude but my hands are sparkling clean and very, very dry, thanks yeah, to the alcohol. There you go. Very dry, clean hands. Uh, and also one other thing that I, I would just say that <clears throat> I know that you're a new parent, so I imagine your social life is not quite as vibrant as it might have been two years ago, mm-hmm. just based on a variety of factors, age too. But I went to a brunch last weekend, and what's happening now, and you probably do this too, is the handshakes are gone. We don't do that anymore. Can we just get rid of those anyways? Uh, yeah, it's a bit of an exchange of germs. Yeah is uh, people are now either doing sort of a, a shoulder bump or an elbow bump. And I like that. Even like women doing to, like women do it now because there's no hugging. And it's like it's, it's, it's in the sake of, of uh, hygiene and germ prevention, but it's cool too. How about so, just like a smile, head nod, wave type deal? People were talking about doing the bow as if we were like an, an Asian culture. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I like that too. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's underrated. I like it. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, some follow up and uh, some new items that have taken place. So Disney held a shareholders meeting. I believe this was yesterday um, or maybe two days ago, uh, but they did reveal some new footage from several projects that including Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So okay. they visit Zemo and an elaborate prison. I won't go too in depth in this in case people don't want spoilers, but uh, footage has been released. I imagine at some point soon. You know, hopefully we get the trailer. I know there was some talk the other day about um, for movies that have come out around the time the Eternals is supposed to. Usually those trailers drop in April, so we might be getting close to something like that too. Um, so a flood of MCU type stuff needs to be uh, coming our way very soon. I like it. I do. I like that we're finally getting a bit of a a uh, make good on the promise of content out of Disney Plus because yes. it's it's been a lean since the Mandalorian, which came out swinging and then nothing. And then MCU wise, we've been hanging out since uh, Spider-Man. So we've got a new Black Widow trailer that came out. Of course, that movie is supposed to come out May 1st. I've seen some rumblings that it may be pushed back slightly due to the virus. So, um, you know, keep your eyes on, on that as a future news story. But a uh, new trailer, some details in there. Um, I actually haven't watched it myself. I've, I've read about it. Um, I'm ready to just see the movie already. So, um, cool. We got another month. Um, hopefully it still comes out then. My guess at this point though, is that it probably won't. doesn't seem as though anything's going to be solved anytime soon. All right. Uh, the new mutants is officially delayed yet again. (laughs) Indefinitely. (laughs) Indefinitely. Like we were so close and listen, dude, I'm not going to movies. I don't know about you. I mean, and I, I do feel bad about how 
the coronavirus situation is is really crippling businesses. I mean, restaurants are having to cut their capacity by half and no one's flying anywhere. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to a movie, which are already like dirty. Um, but, but fuck, man, I want to see that movie. Do they have contracts with theaters? Like, couldn't they just release it streaming if they wanted to or like direct a purchase? I mean, at this point, I probably would buy it. I yeah, really, like really sell the rights I, to someone, or they probably have their own. It's this is 20th Century Fox. I mean, they might not want to put it on Disney Plus, but I mean, pump it straight to Hulu or something. Like, I want, I want to see enough. it. Yeah, I want to see it. I'm tired of this. It's been two years. Please, um, FX. Why the Last Man cast Shameless star to be um, has cast Elliot Fletcher in the recurring role of Sam Jordan, which is uh, York's best buddy. I don't recall that character. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was struggling as well. There's been some times since I read the book, but um, yeah, it's nice to know that there's casting news. I think it's like a couple weeks in a row where we've gotten it. I mean, so, it's got to be, it's got to be like flashbacky in nature, right? They, it has to be. Yeah, they are. I mean, going full, it, full forward with this, I guess. But but there are no men in that book, but for Yorick that I that I recall, there were the astronauts, right? I don't know. I'm even I, trying I'm to di- find art from the book. I was searching for it. I'm digressing. I need to read the book again. Yeah, our nerd yeah. fandom is being shot right now. The more we I, talk, well, I mean, but look, it, it's only a matter of time before you can't retain that stuff. Yeah, this is yeah. Give us a break. Jesus, Jesus. All right, debut review this week. We've got Strange Adventures number one of twelve. Uh, this being the highly anticipated book um, out of DC Comics from Tom King and Mitch Garrods. Yeah, you know what? Just keep. If I was you, I would say it different every episode. Just to keep, <laughs> just, just to keep it real. Rads. I, I still uh, like Rads. Oh, Mid- Mitchy Boy me. is what I'm going to call him yeah, from now on. That's MG and Evan Shaner. Um, so again, DC Comics. This is a tale of Adam Strange. Um, I guess just to jump right in. So he uh, and stop me if I'm I'm pretty bad at recapping books myself, but um, is on a book tour with his wife. Uh, is essentially a retired. Right from superhero happenings. Well, so they're from like another another planet, and I suppose that this is like his recounting of their of their exodus from the planet and what they had to do to save what what he had to do to save his wife and child from mm-hmm. this this Michigas. Yes, and then so and and this as you read this, you must be like this is classic Tom King storytelling style. Yeah, just yeah, most definitely. It, there's some 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 jumping around. There's some humor. It's a little meta. Um, and then in the midst of his book tour is a la Biden at the at the auto plant or whatever. It gets <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like called out by a reader who seems to know a little bit more about what ha- actually happened versus what he put in his book. Yes, sacrifices made and keys he, of atrocities. Yeah, it's. Yes, and it, it, it's it's unknown to the reader exactly what that means, mm-hmm. um, and so we're going on a bit of a journey. So this is a twelve book. I guess we call this like a maxi series, isn't that how they I do believe, that? Now? I believe that is the correct terminology. Okay, I'm 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 one with the kids, and um, he's hi- I don't want to spoil too much, but he's he has hired somebody else to help investigate what really is going down. Now I'm I'm subscribed. Yes, of course. That, that, how could you not be? I, I think you'd have to be a fool to not uh, go ahead. You are a fool. <laughs> you fools to not go ahead. <laughs> to not um, go ahead and sign on uh, early and often when it comes to Tom King books. He does not tell bad stories. 
And of course, obviously, the art is, is such a critical component to his whole thing. Mitchie Boy is very good. I liked it, man. I mm-hmm. really did. And I, and I didn't find it as dense as Mr. Miracle, which I thought ultimately turned out to be a fantastic book. So I have nothing but high hopes for this one. Yeah. I, I completely echo. You know, art looks great. Uh, he hasn't let me down story-wise with these types of books quite yet. So, you know, fully on board until he does so. And I expect, uh, you know, a cool tale to go, again, like all through the 12 issues. You know, we I, I thought I was lost a few times with Mr. Miracle. Uh, and he did well enough to draw me back in, especially towards the end. Um, yeah, I expect the same sort of adventure here and awesome art and everything. You know, it's carefully crafted between all these creators. Um, obviously work well together. So I uh, should be picking up this and anything they most likely do in the future. I like it. I do very much. Number one reviews uh, that we'll check out that came out that we will uh, review next week. So there's two in here. We did not talk beforehand. Are we down to do two of them? I already bought them. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> uh, Cable number one, The Dawn of Rebellion. Cable was a grizzled old veteran of the wars to save the future, and he will be again. But for now, he's a young mutant living in paradise, leading a life of adventure. Nathan Summers, son of two of the most powerful mutants on Krakoa, has a destiny leading the youth of mutant kind in rebellion. So why not start now? This is from Jerry right. Dugan and Phil Noto. Any, any, any questions as to why I picked this? Um. Well, you usually read most X stuff, uh, but Phil Noto, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. I mean, that's He's why back, I baby. would be on board. Now, here's my only gripe with the description. So, Cable is the son of Cyclops and a clone of Jean Grey named Madeline Pryor. This is years ago. Okay. So this book seems to imply that he's the son of Jean Grey and Cyclops, and that's my issue. That's it, because he's not. Madeline Pryor that I'm aware of is not on that island, and I hate to be one, uh, sort of a sort of yeah. Uh, excuse me, uh, will they be extra credit for this? <laughs> I believe you have this wrong. Do we have homework? Um, <laughs> that's my only like. Come on, uh, Gary Dugan, if you wrote that or whoever did for Marvel, <laughs> that's not right. But otherwise, okay. uh, I, I I like the creative team. Obviously, Phil Noto he he puts out not that much, so when he does, I feel like it's incumbent upon you to pick it up. Most definitely, because it's fantastic. Stuff. Most notably, uh, that was a while ago now, but the Black Widow series was was fantastic. Um, Decorum number one. This is out of Image Comics, written by Jonathan Hickman, art by Mike Huddleston. There are many assassins in the known universe. This is the story of the most well-mannered one. Manners are a sensitive awareness of the feelings of others. If you have that awareness, you have good manners, no matter what knife you use. Okay, then. I mean, again, Jonathan Hickman, uh, who... I think that uh, the only concern with Jonathan Hickman as a writer, and Rick Remender is the same way, where he's a real architect. So you got to hold on tight when he can, when he puts stuff out because he has a very intricately planned, often slow played narrative in the works, mm-hmm. and you got to be ready for. And you talk about world building. This dude has a whole universe planned when you step into it. So you might question certain plot points or choices. Um, but something that happens in book two, remember that because by book 15, we're going to go back to that little thread. And I think that's cool, but also like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm overwhelmed here. East of West was a good example of that, where it, that was a very, 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 very well thought out book. And there would be um, similar to um, to Sender, where there would be whole books devoted to a, a storyline. We're like, let's get back to the good stuff. Same idea. Okay. So I think that you're going to get a similar experience here if you just decide to go past 
book one. It looks cool. So it does look cool. So I will I just bought it as you were talking. Alrighty then. Uh, what else did you get to this week? So I'm kind of all over the place here. I read Excalibur number eight. This is by Tiny Howard out of Marvel. This is again following um, the team led by the character formerly known as Psylocke, who is now Captain Britain. Um, you know, this is one of those books that I want to like more than I do. Uh, I was a big fan of Psylocke for a very long time. They've really remixed her hardcore over the last couple of years. And this book does feel like a bit of a – when you think about X-Men books, kind of off to the side. It's involving magic. They're over in England versus being on Krakoa where the majority of the action is taking place in the X-Books. It's OK. OK. Um, but I do like the art. Um, Superman villains number one. This book focuses on after – I mean you have seen this. Uh, Superman has added himself as Clark Kent to the world. This is out there in, D- in DC. Okay. And this particular book follows how various villains are processing this information and how it's like, what? And like from like Joker to Lex Luthor to Toymaker, like other various people and how this news is impacting their day to day. It's also handled by a number of different artists, which is kind of cool too. Um, but I read about it before I read it and, you know, it's cool. I think it's to me fairly self-contained where it goes from here. I don't know, but I, I did enjoy it. I'd never been a huge Superman fan to begin with because I feel like he's just so powerful. It doesn't make it very interesting, but this book does kind of put an interesting spin on, uh, that whole thing. So there's a show on Netflix. We discussed a soft line called I'm not okay with this. Have you bothered with it yet? Um, I've looked at the book, but I have not been able to watch any of the show yet. Other than reading, I read, I mean, I did some background reading on Wikipedia of the books. Um, cause it's kind of in conjunction with, uh, the end of the fucking world, right? Yes. Okay. It is. Yeah. So I was reading up a little bit about it. So tell me more. Okay. So it's written by a guy named Charles Forsman, who, who, as you have pointed out, also did the end of the fucking world, which now I'm watching. Now, the only thing about that show I don't like is that I typically uh, enjoy like British humor, and that's what it is. Yeah. But so this – all right, thank you for that. <laughs> so, um, so this book centers around – I, I don't want to give away too much. Um, it's actually, as we've discussed, was filmed right outside of your hometown. And what really put that on my radar to begin with was it takes place in, in Pennsylvania, and the character as the, as the, as the show opens – and I'm, I'm going to try and stay, stay consistent with show versus book, but the, the book – the show led me to the book uh, where she's like, I live in Pennsylvania. Don't get excited. The shitty part. And it's small towns, two lane roads, the whole shebang. And so it's about a, a girl who discovers that she has telekinetic powers that naturally are not under her control and how she's kind of struggling with feeling awkward. And and there's questions about her sexuality. And, and, and also I can move things with my mind. So uh, I finished the series. It's seven episodes. Each one is like 22 minutes. So I powered through in like a day. No problem. Um, so I started the book. And uh, this it's interesting because the book is – it's black and white. It's almost like stick figures. But for a, for a minute there, it read exactly like the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm about halfway through. Um, that I'm aware of there is no sequel to the book, which I'm told has a different ending than the show, which leaves it very open-ended. So I'm curious to see how this uh, wraps up. But I, I really did enjoy it. Um, will you read the book? I doubt it. Should you watch the show? Yeah, you should. I think okay. you'd enjoy it. Uh, Curse of the White Knight. Um, cruising towards the finish line here. Yes. But but I will say only this. Well, I have two things to say. One, it's 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 obviously so excellently illustrated, and it's dark, and it's obviously not going to take place in the main continuity because characters that we know and love are dead. But it's not as good as the first one. 
to me. No, I agree. I mean, the whole White Knight thing is, which which was in this case was how the Joker was drugged into becoming a good person was the White Knight of Gotham. He's barely in it, right? Yes. yes and the yes. White Knight and the, and the White Knight aspect has not been in any way uh, really explored. So I mean, I get why you would tack that onto this because that was so, so well received and so good, but they probably could have given it a different title. And, you know, acknowledge that the White Knight was a precursor to this because it misled me as to what this book was going to be about. So what about you? Yeah, I mean, the and I think in most cases, it's fair to say that the original is typically always better than the sequel. Um, so I guess it's it's no surprising that the first one, you know, high hopes for I very much enjoy this this book. Um, I feel like it was the first one eight issues as well. I think so. OK, I can not remember if it was six or eight. Um, but then, you know, this one had the, the detour of the one shot. Yeah. Um, Which we didn't need. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's gone a little all over the place. Um, you know, I hope there's a, a solid finale to bring sort of all this together. Maybe there's something that we're missing. Um, but it's almost as if like the story was drawn out a little bit longer, or at least felt like it in this one. I think it started off really well and it's kind of tailed off a bit. Um, but again, it's not to say I don't like it. It's just that first one was so so awesome and good and perfect. Um, but I'm still excited to see him continue his little universe that he's building here. So, um, but you know, if the first one was an A, this one would be a B. Okay, B, B is fair enough. Yeah. Um, were you able to read Hawkeye Freefall? Yes, I did. And your thoughts? I still like it. Me too. Um, it's it's introducing a different element uh, as far as the Ronin conflict and people thinking that it's that it's uh, Clint and mm-hmm. it, no, no, it's not. And so now we're getting some twists about that. But uh, yeah, I like it. Uh, one thing that I, I think it, it's very Matthew Rosenberg that way. I will say that it, it, it you can tell that it's it's very very him the way yes. it's being done. Yeah, it, it seems like he's been given some some free reign to be himself as opposed to other stuff of his. That I think we've read recently uh, or when he's involved in sort of the bigger Marvel storylines that are going on. Um, so this is something that, that has suited him very well. Um, again, you got to mention that every Hawkeye book lives in the shadow of Matt Fraction. Yeah. Um, but it's nice that this one has similarities, but yet does come off as Rosenberg making it his own, his own. Um, so still a fun read. Uh, I'm still subscribed. Um, you know, fun little adventure to follow through. Uh, you know, it's definitely worth checking out if, if you haven't yet. Fair enough. And then the only other thing I got to was strange Academy. Number one. So this is, I don't know. This I don't is know this book out of Marvel, uh, written by Scotty young artist was Umberto Ramos. Uh, so this is the story of, <clears throat> um, Dr. Strange essentially having uh, a school for young sorcerers. Um, and I wasn't going to remember all of the characters involved. So I put up the page that sort of lists them out, but you've got people like, uh, brother voodoo teaching the ancient one, Scarlet, Witch, magic, Hellstrom, uh, basically every Marvel magician is in here. And then the cast of kids, at least in this first issue was like almost a dozen deep. Um, so that made it like, you know, they, they didn't have much on page time and, um, not a whole ton of dialogue between all of them. I hope it kind of zeroes in on a character or two because the art is pretty awesome. I think the premise is cool. It's, it's, you know, it's, uh, it shares a, a name like Gotham Academy was for the DC books that I really enjoyed. Um, you know, obviously stories will be different and, 
magicians versus just being in Gotham is, is different, but just the premise of, you know, following a group of kids, uh, through some sort of school like this, it always appeals to me. Uh, I just hope they tighten up the storyline, uh, cause it, it looks awesome. And I think there's promise here. Uh, I have not subscribed, but I imagine when number two comes out, I'll, I'll probably buy it and just see where it's going. Who does number two work for? Who does number two work for? Tell that who's boss. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, then, other news this week. So, we've talked plenty about deceased. We love it. We did. We didn't quite dig the follow, the number one issue of the follow up. Uh, Tom Taylor now is teasing a sequel with post undead heroes world. Do we need this? No. Okay. Mm, but I thought. But I'll. But I'll. I'm sure I'll read issue one. I'm sure so, I will. We can expect this, the full announcement of Tom Taylor's deceased sequel later this month when DC releases its June 2020 solicitations. So that's the, the timeline we're looking at. Uh, yeah, it seems they had some success with that first book. People enjoyed it, and they've just rushed to build an entire world around it. Well, what are you going to do? Hey, hey. What are you going to do? Uh, Tom King continues to tease a secret project uh, centered around The Watchmen. So he posted a piece of art. That indicates an upcoming project of his might take place in the world of the acclaimed graphic novel um, and most recent TV show. Uh, so I believe it's safe to say that we're both excited for this. Uh, should it come to fruition anytime soon? You know, who knows? Obviously, he just his his work is months ahead of where he would be. But um, Strange Adventures just started. And it's going to be 12 issues. He obviously is doing tons of other stuff, too. Uh, but give me Tom King and Watchmen and uh, I'll be you've piqued my uh, interest uh, me too what, what, like what a what a great union mm-hmm. uh, and there was another story in here that I took out but Damon Lindelof still says that he's got nothing planned for season two by the way which is not a surprise no uh, Kevin Feige explains why Black Widow is arriving after the Infinity Saga uh, he why he basically said we had been planning the conclusion of the Infinity Saga for the past five or six years, and Natasha's journey within those films took the priority. The notion of breaking out for a standalone film that takes place in the past for a character that we already knew, we are already following, didn't feel right. So now that her story has completed, now's the time to go in the past and see how she came to be. I'm not so sure I agree, but whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, again, low stakes. Uh, and then in bigger news from comicbook.com, uh, who had an interview with Vin Diesel... Uh, they asked him about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. He said, I'm waiting and excited for my friend James Gunn to knock this next one out of the park. He took the Suicide Squad, so he's about to embark on it. Thor will also, the director talked to me about Thor, will incorporate some of the Guardians of the Galaxy. That'll be very interesting. Nobody knows. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything, he added. So they could be appearing in Thor 4. Directed okay. by Taika Waititi. And will be arriving in theaters November 5th, 2021, if the uh, coronavirus has been cleared up by then. <laughs> that's the worst uh, let's bring it full circle well if I ever see you again it'll be great mm-hmm. that being said you know we stay alive I look forward to uh, chatting some more books next week okay uh, cable and decorum number one and uh, if you want to find us online head us up at comics.com and uh, reach out and uh, let's talk some books while we're all quarantined Yeah, man. Binge the hell out of it. (laughs) Until then, talk to you later. I've been reading too many comics.